Welcome everyone to the Leadership Evolve podcast. This is the first of a weekly dose episode that we'll be releasing every week. And um, the idea that I had with this was with the guests that we have on, we're experiencing different perspectives uh, from different people at different stages in their careers and in different industries and so on and so on. And though that is extremely valuable, it, you know, it still requires work on our end to take those perspectives and see if there's any part of their journey that can be applicable to our own lives, whether it's professionally or personally. I was hoping with this weekly dose, we not only stay in tune with current news in terms of leadership and a little bit of business, uh, but really to hone down on specific concepts within leadership um, and to add a little bit more of a focused um, discussion and uh, it really intended to be short and really it's it's meant to be combined with the guests that we'll having so um this will be the first one and and for this week we're really focusing on one of my favorite aspects of leadership um, and that is that it is not tied to a job title your leadership journey specifically almost can be even irrelevant to your job title and then I really want to hone in on that perspective and why it's so important to see it that way um, so you can get started on your leadership journey if you haven't already and that you're not waiting for a specific title or waiting until you have a family, whatever the case may be. So we're going to dive into that. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. All right, and I'm excited for uh, the first weekly dose episode. So usually what's going to happen is I'll start these episodes with um, a quick rundown of current news um, within leadership um, and a little bit of business obviously will be tied to it and uh, try to not make it too political at any point. But I want to make sure that you guys can also use this as a little bit of a resource uh, to catch up on any news that uh, might interest you and might, again, add to any insight that you can use uh, for your leadership journey. I think this is a a great starting point um, to talk about the leadership journey and one of the biggest misconceptions out there that has definitely been talked about. Um, But I think it's I think you can't talk about it enough because so many people are holding off on leadership uh, solely because of their job title. And I don't blame them, obviously. Um, you know, it's it's very easy to correlate uh, any leadership activity with having a role uh, because at, at the end of the day, you need that arena to be able to uh, apply it, uh, what you're learning and, and your style and whatnot. And uh, though that is the, the true arena in it, by no means... Um, is it solely tied into uh, your leadership journey? And leadership is, is bigger than that. And I think the many, many, many experts who talk about it, I think that is what they're trying to say for a lot, um, uh, for a lot of people. And um, so, yeah, just I, I thought it's really important to really map out that the journey is not tied to that. And it's so convenient to hold off on any research or reading of leadership until you get that job title or you start your own venture. But on your first day, while you're scrambling to watch Simon Sinek's TED Talk or flipping through Brene Brown's Dare to Lead, you're already playing catch up. And leadership is not quite like learning Excel. 
the art and science combination it entails not only requires extensive time, but it's a process that is unique to every individual. So yes, you know, maybe you can go to Barnes and Noble and cram every book in the business aisle while sitting on the ground, because we all know every store is maybe two chairs if you're lucky, and 90% of us have never found a vacancy and probably never will in our lifetime. Even if you study nonstop and are an amazing intellectual with impeccable reading comprehension, you're going to max out at about 50% understanding. The art of it is why we have so many books out there, why organizational psychologists exist. And with all that content, I still believe it should expand more so than it is. No, at the end of the day, until we live in a world where there are minimal bad bosses, slash owners, managers, whatever, I believe you can never talk too much about leadership. If you look around right now and take in all the horror stories you're hearing from family and friends regarding their bosses, it's almost as if no one's ever talked about leadership. This is one of the biggest challenges we have today, in my opinion. The lack of a bridge between these two entities. One being... You have all these amazing entrepreneurs, professors, psychologists who have dedicated their lives to provide leadership blueprints. And on the other side, you have individuals that via their position and only via their position are leading a group of people, but they can't even grasp grasp the basics and have resorted to medieval, even prehistoric power ideologies of creating fear and leading with ego. Of course, none of them remotely think that's what they're doing and if I ever confront them with those exact words they'll look at me with with uh, a look of bewilderment of of what are you talking about Artie but that is what they're doing and they each have a massive web of justification as to why they blame others make their why they make their teammates feel really shitty about themselves why they disrespect or lie to them for some reason those blueprints written by experts feel untouched by massive group of these owners, managers, bosses, whatever you want to call them. Now, that's not to say there aren't people who have educated themselves, who have transformed their bad habits and have maybe been a bad leader and have now really gained the right tools and understanding of it. And because of all that great knowledge that's out there. But I genuinely believe that one bad leader is too many. Am I being delusional, expecting a utopia such as this? Of course. But... I just guess the way I see it is leaders have a responsibility of passing it down, a mentorship of one way or another to influence a life. Bill Gates states, quote, leaders will be those who empower others, end quote. And John Maxwell famously states that, quote, leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less, end quote. I don't think the magnitude of that is understood because if it was, I think common sense reactions of being caring, respectful, thoughtful would happen a lot more. And I can tell you right now, the lack of those traits probably contributes to majority of frictions right now between bosses and their teams. I'm sure you've picked up on it already, but I never use the term leader when I'm referring to someone who's failing to influence lives positively. And how can I when they can't even cover the definition of it? I mentioned this earlier, but essentially bad managers stick out like a sore thumb because it's not one or two things they're weak at. It's fundamental errors that usually will cover the introduction of any book. And if someone genuinely loves their team, understand that his or her primary mission is to serve, 
and make them better in whatever way makes sense in their context, world, and company, or whatever. A few mistakes or areas need of improvement will not breed an unhappy employee or categorize you as a bad leader. Tying it back to the art aspect of it before we drift into another dimension, that combination of it makes it a true journey that many can and should embark on regardless of their position today. By not only reading on all the different perspectives out there, but then applying it to your life the next day is what's going to make the biggest difference. Whether it's your family, whether it's your friends or your coworkers, if you're an associate, you can take those leadership principles and you can definitely apply it the next day. And that's that's my challenge to you today, is, is to begin believing that you're not limited about where you are in life if you, are, if you do want to be a leader. And even if you don't, I hope that by the end of this or from what you've heard so far, you begin to see all of this in a different perspective. Begin molding some of those principles into your personality. Doing that is the art aspect of it. It is really trying to build upon all those books that you might have read or are intending to read. How you interact with others, the trial and error aspect of it is going to bring that leader within you. It's going to bring it out. Obviously, it's much easier said than done because some of the material might require an adjustment to your personality. Say, for example, you have a temper. Well, that's obviously going to extend the process because you'll have to fix that before you can move forward on, say, empathy. So just one example to highlight the process of it and how there are so many parts like this that ultimately categorizes it into being a true journey. Now, even after all this, you might say, okay, already, you know, I get it's a journey. I don't have any kids. I'm an associate at my work and I don't have a company. Why can't I just start the journey when I get the actual title? Listen, you certainly can. However, when you're playing catch-up, and that part is inevitable, your trial and errors now may be costly or will be rushed to a point where it's going to affect your performance. And you're doing those trial and error situations with actual employees who you might have hired and making business decisions that is going to affect your bottom line. And if you want to go that route, be my guest. And again, it's possible. It's not that many haven't done it. But if you can avoid that, why not go that route? But listen, there's there's value beyond the preparation aspect of it. The traits of an effective leader focus on aspects such as character and love. You know, you look at things like service and influence, kindness. I don't know about you, but those words and, and traits, they're not bound within working hours. And when you begin looking at it from that perspective, you'll begin to isolate the value of it and see how it can affect your overall life. I mean, that's why my tagline in the beginning of every episode is helping you lead a better life both at work and at home. It's really important to to recognize that value from that perspective. And what you're going to find when you focus on those qualities before you start a family, before you become a manager at your workplace, is that when the time comes, now you have a solid foundation and can then focus at the actual tasks at hand, knowing you have that base. If I know I have a base that I love my team, we have a culture that they understand what we're trying to do here, they understand I'm, I'm right behind them, that I have their back, and it's a genuine love and trust that we're both building together, then when you have to focus on actual work stuff, 
you know, hey, we need to increase our sales by 25%. Actual work things that matter as well. The cognitive, the, the number stuff that might not be the most exciting. When you have that base, now you can focus on that. But when you don't have that base, and naturally you're going to be trying to focus on the work aspects of it, that's when you start running into problems. You're going to be left with an understanding of service and love for others. And those two qualities, just right there, before I even mention anything else, I think those are qualities that I'd be shocked if people overall in their lives, regardless of what they're doing, wouldn't want. So that at the minimum, even if you don't want to become a leader, even if you know you say, I would, you know, I, I never want to become a supervisor, I hate my office, I never want to do anything, whatever. You're not going to lose anything. It's not going to affect your life in a negative manner, that's for sure. So again, I mentioned a little bit earlier, I want to challenge you all to begin looking at leadership, not in a manner of, of improving your work performance, but really of it impacting your entire life. Okay, thank you all, and uh, I'll see you soon. I hope you enjoyed that episode and I really, really appreciate your support. If you want to learn more, please visit leadershipev.com. If you want to get in touch with me, you can reach me at rdg at leadershipev.com. That's A-R-D-I-G at leadershipev.com. Thank you and see you soon. And just ran a long distance. My girlfriend told me all I needed was persistence. Opportunity come one time, so don't miss it. I listen.